bonjour and welcome to the fresh new Babbler's Guild. <laughs> nice and shiny and new. It is. It's the the shiniest podcast you'll ever bloody see. <laughs> We've got the Mr. Sheen out on it. We do. Good We've got scrub. the yellow Mr. Sheen. We have. More specifically. Ooh. It's yellow. Black and yellow. Just like in the B movie. Um, they are yellow. They are. Exa- I mean, welcome to the Babbler's Guild, the official podcast of the B movie. <laughs> Imagine if all we just talked about every week was just the B movie. It's just like we've watched it again. And you that's can, it. You can buy so much merchandise with the B movie entire script on it. You can buy mugs that have the yes. entire B movie script printed on. You can buy coasters of it on it. And you can't read it unless you get really close. Maybe that's I mean, what I'm... maybe what's what that's what this is. If you speed this podcast up really quickly, <gasps> it actually just sounds like the entire B movie script. According to all known laws of aviation, there is no way <laughs> a podcast can fly. There's no way a podcast can fly. The it's like the Beatles albums or the Rolling Stones ones where you play it back. I just said the Rolling Stones. Ah, it may it may yeah, they're both as good as each other. The band and the the cakes, exactly, and the cakes. When you um, play one of them backwards, like when it's on like a record. It says different things, and that's like this. If you play this in reverse, it's just like the B movie. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely, you need to listen to all of our podcasts in reverse. You do. We're not going to tell you in which order, so you can spend days and weeks working out which order they need to be in. It might be episode five is the start. It might be episode three. Ooh, you'll never know. I hope no one actually does Sneaky. that now. Someone's going to spend months trying to work it out and be like, and then come to the sudden realization, ah, they they're having us on. That's not real. We've been trying to like figure out what speed they should play it back at. That just doesn't make sense. Hang on, just they said it's the dead, dead, dead. movie and it's Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, can you imagine if we'd actually inadvertently just done Shrek in reverse? Well, somebody Madness. once told me that we should. <gasps> Honestly, you're already back with the puns. Yeah, we're just going to do a little a little disclaimer just before we properly get into this little convo. Now, if you are returning to us, you will see or hear and everything that is a bit bit little bit different so obviously we've been through a few iterations of this and it's just nice to shake things up everyone again we did some films then it's more conversational and video game focused but now we think because of what's going on in our lives and how busy we are at the moment we think it's nice just to get together once a week and have a big old chat chin wag because even though it's one film that we were watching <laughs> sometimes it's quite hard to find the time well, it's that as well. We have to actually then review it, so we actually have to use our brain cells to think what we thought about it, and sometimes exactly. I don't have enough brain cells to do that. No, I definitely do not at the moment. No. <laughs> my brain is <laughs> definitely not working. Uh, also, apologies if my voice is a little bit hoarse. I don't think it is, but it might go a, bit, a little bit like that. I've been... Uh, Nay, did, it's uh, not. Oh, right, well, I taught... Nay, it's not very good. Uh, <laughs> I taught a five-period day today. And then at the end of today, we did auditions for the school show. So I was reading every other part but one. For, so I've been talking for about 12 hours straight already, which is great. <laughs> Multi-talented. I've warmed my voice up um, for 12 oh. hours today. So exactly. I'm like, oh, so it should be perfect. <laughs> should be absolutely perfect. How are you, Jamie? Because it's been two months since we did this. I am. I yeah. I've had a I've had a, a fun couple of months. So anyone who has been with us for a while, uh, welcome back. Anyone who's new, hello there. 
General Kenobi. Ooh, um, there we go. That's a reference. We, if you we're in. Before. So for everyone who was watching us before, they may have seen our Instagram post that uh, where where our friend Reese, who has done some graphic work for us in the past, had photoshopped my head onto Borat Sagdiev, um, who oh, says, yes. I got to America. Um, I've been to New York. Um, so we had a bit of a break, and then um, it did unfortunately, my nan did unfortunately pass away the day I got back. So that happened. I then had COVID. Um, so <laughs> everything's been very busy, but the last few weeks, touch wood, have been okay for me. I seem to be getting my life back on track, hence why I'm sat here right now recording a podcast. Um, exactly. I've I've had some some fun things happen, um, which I'm sure we'll probably talk about at some stage. The, the new Call of Duty is out, which I'm a big fan of. I've been playing that oh, quite yeah, a bit. You're really on that. Aren't you? I am really on that. So yeah, no, I'm I'm settling back into some sort of normality, despite the fact that my heating bill is is, is now very expensive. Um, but that oh, that's a, Jesus that's, Christ. That's that's a conversation for another day. Um, hopefully amongst. Or later on, who knows? Or later on, who knows? It might be a case that my electric cuts off midway through and you have to explain, sorry, Tory Britain. Oh, <laughs> how are you anyway? <laughs> I'm, I'm all right. You know what? It's really weird, isn't it? Because um, obviously your nan died and then my granddad died. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, it's actually mental. Like all, everything that's just happened in October was mad and obviously the, the, the queen passed time. away just before and as well, the queen didn't passed she? away so it's, it's, it's just death central tra- tragic couple of months um it really really not been too good um yeah it's not great um but teaching's going well if you're joining us do i qualified as a teacher in september so that's hooray um i know hooray it's good i've just changed over so before i was teaching half of the year group so all seven eights and nines because there's like 700 of them i'm the only drama teacher one music teacher and I taught half of them before half term, and now we're back. I'm teaching the other half, so I'm basically getting used to um, how many is it? It's like something daft, like uh, fifteen new classes I've got. So getting used to all the kids and trying to get Just them. Just got to flip side. it over. Do you find that you, your first group of kids they all had a certain sound to them? The second group of kids sound like the B movie script. They do sound like the B movie script. It's really weird. I went in and um, one of them was called Bob Bumble, and I was like, "What is happening right now?" It's very strange. <laughs> I, you know, that scene. If we are actually talking about B movie, that I'll scene. It. It, I believe it. Um, in the B movie, <laughs> there's a B. <laughs> uh, there's a B. Um, you know where they're going through all of the news reporters. And it's one of my favourite jokes, and I have no idea why. And they're, they're like, it's whatever on this. And they're like, it's Bob Bumble on sport. And then there's just a woman who's the weather woman. And they go, and we have Jeanette Chung. <laughs> because they have all the funny names, and then it's just Janet. Jeanette Chung. <laughs> but, but the best part about it is, is her hair is a beehive. Yes, the beehive style. Which so is she's also still got funny, us. because bees live in a beehive. They do, and that's why it's very, very funny. Anyway, enough about the B movie. Yes, everything is fine in my life, apart from, obviously, the death. Um, so, yeah, we're just getting along. Obviously, the bills are mad. How are you doing with the heating? Are you putting it on? Uh, when we need to. Um, I We would quite happily just bundle ourselves up in blankets if we needed to, but we have some small little furry rodents that are sensitive to the cold, uh, so we have to make sure the house doesn't get too cold. So it's on a little bit here and there. It's It's... Not ideal, obviously, but thankfully we are in a position where if we need it on, we, we can afford it. Um, just, yeah, I just mean, a that's, bit of a ball that's lake. good. It is a bit of a ball lake. So, I mean, we're in the same position with um, our um, tortoise. 
Like, yes, his oh, room shouldn't. He's, yeah, he's like sort of hibernating now. Um, he's up every. He's probably up once a day for about an hour, and then he just goes back to sleep. Oh, bless um, him. Yeah, but we've got to keep his room at fifteen degrees minimum. Yes. So I've, we've got the um, the thermometer, the whatever it's called, the heating control in there. It's got a thermometer in thermostat. there. Thermostat. Um, yeah, thermostat. That's the world. There we go. World word. Um, <laughs> it's it, it. So it's in there, and like the heating set to um, sixteen degrees. So every time it drops to like just below fifteen, it'll snap back on straight away. Brilliant. So and it's and it never comes on because the house is pretty good at retaining yeah, heat. I, I was, think. Yeah. I was dropping to about maybe... seventeen without the heating on, which is that's all right. That's manageable. Not too bad. Yeah. Any less though, it's seventeen is generally for the gerbils what they need. So we're we're okay with that. <laughs> good stuff. Um, yeah, that's life. That's our life. Um. Tomorrow, what what does tomorrow mark, Jamie? It's it's big news tomorrow. Tomorrow marks the 9th of November, which is yes, the release There's date. Two things tomorrow, actually, there is the release date of the third Extenders episode this week. Well, I wasn't going to say that. And uh, God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> and God of War Ragnarok, and also the Crown. The Crown is coming out. I have not watched the last couple of series. With Olivia Colman. Really good. The um, crown is great. You're also going to hate me. I've not pre-ordered Ragnarok. Um, oh, what? And I'm probably not going to get it until... I might what? ask for it for Christmas from someone. Because the reason behind this is, again, Modern Warfare 2 came out, and I am still hooked oh, yeah. on it. I have not played any other game since it came out. And any sort of free time I get, I'm like, I want to play it. It's really good. I'm getting all the camos and guns. But we will talk about that later, because I have rudely interrupted the God of War Ragnarok of the week not doing it that is anymore. we're doing a refresh no. um, yeah we're doing a refresh a refresh so you're you you have had this pre-ordered for a few weeks yeah i, I waited because i didn't want to pre-order it well i actually didn't have any money because i wasn't <laughs> i was a student um, so thank so you this trust yeah exactly um so i've had to wait uh, so when i got paid at the end of this month i just ordered it immediately well last month sorry and i'm very excited i didn't know because i pre-ordered it i've got like a special code that's been sent to me so i get like special gear or something in the game um let me get the email up how much Um, is it because i could pre-order it i I should have pre-ordered it already and then it would have came today Uh... from my dodgy website that i go to uh, yeah. Let me just have a look. So, oh, here you go. Thank you for ordering God of War Ragnarok. Your pre-order entitles you to receive a code for what for you to claim Kratos's risen s- snow armor, um, and Atreus's risen snow tunic. Oh. Um, a few little freebies, makes. I know, which is quite nice. Let me just hop on to the internet, and I'll. T- I think it was about. 70 quid yeah, it's maybe? about 70 quid in most places that i'm looking oh 62.99 oh is that on amazon it is on amazon now usually i wouldn't order games off amazon but it was the cheapest place to find the game yeah that's the cheapest i could see it so that's why i got it my I dodgy place has it has Your it more do- expensive has it a 67.99 there you go exactly that's why i got it from amazon you're saying the I controller the- yeah i did yeah i did want the controller it's good because it did get the the original one for God of War when the actual when the one came out on PS4. Yes. And it's like a nice silver one with like a little sort of Nordic symbol on it, which is really nice. And I wanted it for this, but it's like eighty quid. They're expen- <laughs> like... 
the standard controllers I think are sixty pounds. If you want a special color, I think they're seventy. And then if you want obviously special editions, because the the PS5 Pro controller also got announced, um, oh, and I people were did, expecting it? that it was going to be maybe about one hundred and twenty pounds, just because how much scuffer charging now for their controllers is is extortionate. They thought, well, there's a good gap in the market that they can put it in there at about 120, still make a bit of a profit. And but they're selling it for 199 pounds. I think it's probably that's over 200 in dollars. Well, I don't know. Again, the economy crash. Thanksless trust. And um, that's the new catchphrase. Of the yeah, podcast. thankless trust. <laughs> Even though she's not the PM anymore. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, yeah, thanks, Obama. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, I saw the God of War controller. I think I sent you a picture as soon as I saw it, didn't I? Like that looks yeah. really cool. It's like a sort of. Uh, not quite navy blue, not quite royal blue, somewhere in the middle of them, and then white, yeah. and then it's got a little Nordic symbol on the touchpad, hasn't it? Yeah, it's got a little wolf on it as well. That's One it. One of the two wolves, whatever they're called, I forget. I don't remember what they're called in the game. I'm and just rear. excited because and the reviews else. for it that you sent me, it's just full marks. For they're everyone. all giving it five five stars, 10 out of 10. I think IGN gave it a 9.5 out of 10 or something. But yeah, they gave it's... the Modern Warfare 2 campaign like a 6, which is just abhorrent. No. Um, abhorrent. Yeah, abhorrent. Really that, didn't yes. you? Uh, I, uh, not just me, the majority of people that played it have said it's the best one in years. They were absolutely fantastic no. storytelling, good cinematography, gameplay good as well. Um, but yeah, the reviews for God of War are, are through the roof, so I don't know. I'm, I've spent a bit this month on things. Um, I had a bit of time things. off to play Call of Duty, so I obviously bought care package full of energy drinks and snacks and things no or, obviously or the game and saving up for christmas and all sorts so who knows i might i might get a bit of fomo tomorrow and just go down to asda or, or argos i meant to say not asda maybe they'll have an asda as well <laughs> i'll probably go to argos or something and pick it up um probably yeah probably, probably get on that but you are you are very excited i'm assuming that'll be the first thing you do when you get back from work tomorrow is load that up yeah it will i'm gonna be doing that all night uh, yeah I'm, I'm very excited to i just want to know what happens i've i did search because um, i wanted to know if there was any new trailers so i just put god of war ragnarok in and i did see a very small spoiler which really annoyed me um mm-hmm. it's nothing nothing major it wasn't like a story spoiler it was just a character who i didn't realize would actually be in it Right, okay. That was it. And I, I saw it right and I was then. like, I saw it and I was like, oh! I was like, no. You have to be so, so careful, didn't you? With spoilers really these annoying. days, it's so easy. Don't and you Google anything, like I used to do this with UFC, is, is if I, this was before I had BT, so watch it. If I, wanted, if I don't want to stop till five o'clock in the morning watching it, I'd go to Google a dodgy stream of it or replay the next day. But you type anything such as UFC into the search bar and before you even hit enter, it pops up with so-and-so knocked out at you. <laughs> Like, <laughs> just, so stupid. Just can't avoid it. But I know the last one because I played the last one quite late. I only played it, I think, very early this year, maybe, or, or late last year. And um, I think it was last year. I think it was because I think I just finished Valhalla at the time and wanted some more noise yes. goodness. Yes. Um, and you, you told me, "Got a war, got a war, get on it." And I really enjoyed it. I only played it through the once. I just did the story. I didn't go for platinum on it. Um, I didn't get all the collectibles and do all the Valkyries. Uh, I think they're called Valkyries, aren't they? Yes, they are. Yeah. yeah, like little mini bosses. Um, I remember going to an area and it was like, "This is going to be very hard." And I thought, "Nah, <laughs> just nah, away. leave that." But the story was really good because it ended on a bit of a cliffhanger, didn't it? With uh, with Thor turning up. Because spoilers, if you've not played the first one, uh, you kill his sons, don't you? Yes, you do. You kill both of his sons. And yeah, and he wants revenge. Then it is it is also revealed at the end that 
Atreus's real name is Loki. It is, isn't it? And he's he's part giant. Yeah, nah, I'm I'm excited because apparently we do get to go to all nine realms. In this oh wow, one. that's amazing. Yeah, so we get to, get. To right, go I'm to just going to get on Amazon so... and pre-order it quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just quickly go and do that. Uh, yeah, so we actually get to wander around the realm of giants because at the end of the last one, when you actually get there to scatter the ashes of your wife, it's. They're all the giants are dead, and you can see them all strewn about the landscape. Yeah. So it's going to be really interesting to sort of go through all that and have a look. I just, I honestly like, I more than anything, I'm in it for the story because I, yeah. God of War is probably one of, if not my favorite game series ever. Like, I look, it's just the, the the best series that I've ever played. I'm just just going to have a very brief look because I was meant to send it to you. Did I send you the? Um, link to all of the the whole storyline of God of War up until the last game. I'm not sure. If you did, I can't remember seeing it. No, I haven't got it right because I found one, and I think it might have been GameSpot, and right. they, yeah, so they did a video, and it's every it's all the story up until the very end of the last one so you know all the way all like the PSP games and everything it's all yeah, the entire I've, story I've watched is... all the, like, the boss fights on YouTube but what I really liked about God of War on the PS4 was that um, again it's the story the gameplay I thought was good I didn't think the gameplay yeah. was spectacular I felt it was a bit repetitive at times in the sense that you get into fights and the combat was obviously you upgrade your weapons and stuff as you go along but it didn't matter that I was kind of just doing the same thing and hitting the same buttons because the creatures that you're fighting and and the the actual um, visuals of the game are phenomenal, absolutely, absolutely fantastic. And again, the story, you're like, this is really cool. I'm fighting all these enemies along the way. Um, I I really enjoyed it. And again, I I think one of my favourite things was when you went to was it Hell or Helheim? I can't remember what they call it in the game. They just yeah, you get Hell, yeah, Hel- Helheim. Helheim. Yeah, um, and there's the gates and everything, and um, yeah, I, I, I love, I'm actually thinking about it now. I'm like, yeah, I, I might need to get that ordered. Um, I think you, I think you do. It's whether I'm going to play it because have... I'm still hooked on Modern Warfare Two. You are, still, you are still hooked on it. So why, are you, why are you so hooked on it? Is it just like the best one you've played in a while? I think there hasn't been a Call of Duty game in a while that I've felt I can just get get onto and crack on with. Now, what I also always used to like was just grinding up the levels to get to Master Prestige and then get on there and, and to do the weapon camos and the challenges now unfortunately they're not bringing the old prestige system back so for anyone who played cod a while ago you'll know that you get to level 55 or some some games it'd be 60 or 70 then you would prestige and you'd go back to level one like first prestige go back up to that top level and you do that 10 times or so and then you'd be master prestige and keep leveling since modern warfare the the most recent one that came out so when they rebooted the modern warfare franchise which i believe was 2019 um, yeah, it was. They changed the leveling system so that you get to level 55, and then after that you kind of just keep going up levels. You just go 56, 57, so on, up to 1,000. And each level after 55 is a lot of XP still. Um, right. I mean, that's, But every that's 50 levels it. you get a new prestige badge. But then there's only four each season that come out. So you'll get to like level... Uh, you can get to like level 200, and then you'll be like, I don't know, like fourth prestige, and then even if you get to level 1,000, when you get to the next season, you'll reset back to 55, 
but you'll still be fourth prestige and then you can get up to eighth prestige a thousand so it's a bit strange but um the camo system's really good <laughs> for getting unlocking the weapon camos it used to be a case on the last few that you'd have to do ridiculous challenges for each gun like get 150 kills using um only certain attachments and then get so many five kill streaks whereas now the way it works is there are four camos for each gun only four rather than there being about 15 for each one individually um and if you unlock it for that gun you unlock it for all the guns you can use it on every gun if you unlock all four for that you can get gold and then if you get all gold within a, a class set like assault rifles lmgs you can then go for platinum um and I really like that, that they haven't overcomplicated it. So I'm getting to use all these different weapons. The gameplay feels quite smooth. There's a few things that could do with tweaking. There's a few legal issues over a lot of the maps that they had to take legal? one out. So, Why legal? So, well, there's a few. So there was Crown Raceway, which was first called Marina Bay or Grand Prix. I can't remember which one they called it. I think they called it Marina Bay to start with. Um which was announced when they announced the game. They showed pictures of it. It was going to be in the beta, and then it just randomly wasn't in the beta, and people thought, hang on, right. where's this? So it's actually based on the Marina Bay racetrack, which is the Singapore racetrack, which is used for the Formula 1 Grand Prix. There are it, This is obviously based around the F1 Grand Prix because the cars driving around the track as well look like F1 cars. Um, obviously just remodeled mm. with different sponsors so that they aren't infringing copyright but essentially there was a copyright claim because they'd used the words marina bay which i believe either formula one or the actual circuit had rights to so that's now called crown raceway and it was back in time for the game release the actual release we didn't get to play it in the beta and what is um, the map like is it okay it's okay uh, it's not one of my favorites I, I, I don't know why i feel like it's a bit I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. So there's an there's an indoor bit in the paddock where it, it's a bit more close quarters. There's a bit of cover. There's a long strip between the that paddock and then a building on the other side. And there's a few little buildings you can get into. It's a bit strange because there's a mix between really tight spaces, somewhat open right. spaces, and also um, really long lanes that you can look down. So you say it's called Crown Race. Crown Raceway, <laughs> and it's I'm set in the paddock now. for the Marina Bay Grand Prix. Ah, yeah, I've got it up here. Oh, yeah. it looks really cool. It, it looks really cool. It, visually, it's fantastic. It's just that I, I don't know if I like how it plays. Maybe it just doesn't, doesn't suit my play style. But they also had Museum right. was a map. It was just called Museum. It was in the beta when the beta first came out. Then it disappeared for part of the first beta weekend, supposedly due oh, to glitches. Valderes Museum? That might be it, yeah. Yeah, um, I've got, I've, I'm just on a website called um, GameAtlas.com, shout out. Um, there we go. And it's got sort of like... All the mini map layouts of all the COD maps. Yeah, so that one, um, that one didn't make it into the game at launch because it's very similar to Getty Museum, which is also in. I think it is a real life museum, and it's also I think uh, Rockstar have the copyright to use it in video games because it is in oh, uh, GTA right. Five. There's a museum oh, okay. on there which you actually do a mission in where you like climb on the roof, um, and it, I think there's a copyright claim there. And then also there's another map, which is probably one of the better maps in the game, called Greenberg Hotel, which is currently in it. Greenberg Hotel. That is a real hotel. Um, and the owners of the hotel were not happy that it's in the game, particularly because they didn't want to inspire people to go around shooting in a hotel. That is based no. on brutal life. <laughs> so that's, that's a hotel in Amsterdam. So I've heard that that's going to be taken out of the game to, for when the new season comes out. It was going to be a ranked right. play map. But the game does play great. The maps, there's only about 10 of them at the moment, and they could do with, they're going to bring in lots of stuff over the cycle. So we're going to see the return of things like Shipman and Shoot House and 
maps from mod- the old Modern Warfare 2 and Modern Warfare 3, like High Rise, Warzone 2 is out. So the season starts on the 16th, which is um, next week, I believe. I believe that's a week tomorrow. Um, is, am I correct in saying that um, there's not going to be a new COD next year? It's like a two-year COD now. Essentially, there is now in the files or something or other, that, or, or in the paperwork, that there's going to be a premium release this time next year. But what they're expecting is it's going to be like an expansion that's charged at full Ooh, price. Okay. There's supposedly going what? to be an entirely new campaign. There's going to be... What I've heard is that they're going to basically integrate every Modern Warfare 2 and Modern Warfare 3 map from back in the day into the game. I don't know how true that is. But essentially, there's, an, there's a big expansion. That'll be back at some point, definitely. That's been back a few times, that one. Terminal's um, like the best map ever. It's up there, yeah. There's a few others I'd like it. to see in there. <laughs> but Terminal is really good. Um, Terminal's in the Warzone map. Quarry from the old Modern Warfare 2 is in the Warzone map. Uh, High Rise is in the Modern Warfare. Sorry, is in the Warzone High map. High Rise is brilliant. Yeah, so you can see snippets of the Warzone map um, if you go on Codcast, like the Spectate mode on most of the maps. They're sat already on there, so you can kind of go out the bounds and see it a bit. Ah, right. The Spec okay. Ops missions are set there. Like Dome from Modern Warfare Three has made its way Ooh. back in. Oh, Dome was great. I loved Dome. And there's a Spec Ops mission set there as well, like a, a survival mode. So the Spec Ops oh, missions nice. are good. There's only three of them, which I've got Platinum Trophy on the game, so I've got three stars on yeah, all the Yeah, you have. You're bloody um, mad. Yeah, I've done the campaign on Veteran. I don't know what it is. I just, I just really am gelling with this game. I'm having fun going through the challenges, doing the weapons. It feels a lot less complicated than other games, whilst also being more complicated at the same time because the attachments... You don't just level up one gun to get all the attachments for that gun. There might be a, a certain grip you want on your gun, but you've got to get a different weapon up to level 10 first to get it. Like to get the best red dot sight that goes across all the guns, you have to get one of the shotguns up to level 7 first. Right. So it's a really confusing system. But I'm having a lot of fun. Um, so hopefully, once that fun wears off, I'll be in a good position to be like, right, God of War time. God of War time, very good. I was just just looking at this, you know, the um, hotel map, mm-hmm. and I'm on the I'm I'm still on GameAtlas.com. Another shout out, but I'm just gonna give a shout out because there's one comment um, on this map by um, username is just Nick. That's yeah. it. It's got two up votes, five down votes, and um, he says about hotel is it what's it called Hotel Thirteen Greenberg Hotel Greenberg Hotel yeah he um says dog shit map remove this shit i know breenberg not greenberg my bad breenberg yeah he says dog shit map remove this shit oh uh most people i've spoken to really enjoy that map well he's got five down votes so i think people there we go yes well nick if you're listening to this you're wrong the worst map is the border crossing map it's called santa something border crossing um, oh, the, um, have the you seen it? All basically cars that blow up, and that's it. It is literally like two yeah. really long walkways, I've like seen it, yeah. inside, and then just about five hundred cars that blow up. You can run between. I actually find it quite fun, but in terms of map designs, it's probably the least creative. Apparently, though, um, wherever the border crossing is in Mexico, apparently they've put a claim in as well that they've not cons- that that's a real place, and they've not consulted them, and they have rights to. The landscaping and the imagery that they've used in that map so there's also a legal dispute on that one essentially they've not really created any maps from scratch they've just taken real life places and made them into call of duty maps right yeah i've just had a look it's the santa Cena border that's crossing. it also 
I always think this about every Call of Duty game. Why do all the cars look like they're from the 80s? Um, it's a bit like strange because this one's modern. modern Although cars. there's a fun Easter egg on that map. There's an RV, a Winnebago RV. Oh, is it? Um, and it is Breaking Bad. It is, and you know what else is is how you know it's the RV oh, from Breaking Bad. I can see it. I there's see duct it on tape the on the door. Oh, little really? strips of duct tape. Oh, where you know how we know where the bullet holes are on the door that get yeah. shot in the first episode. There's little strips of duct tape on the door, which was what was obviously over to cover it. Um, so yeah, yeah. Little, little Easter egg in there. Um, just just before we um, move on, I'm just going to read you one more comment out. Um, this is for that border crossing map, and this is by user Crispy Nugs. Um, but Crispy Nugs is spelled C H R I S P Y, so like it is in Chris and then P Nugs. Yeah, yeah. Crispy Nugs. Um, this is seven days ago, mind. I literally made an account on this website just to say how awful this map is. <laughs> on a round-based game mode of cars, respawn, so nade spamming is the most viable option for SND. The tunnel in the middle is unbalanced. The sightline from one side of the tunnel is way more advantageous for pushing forward to the middle of the map. The vehicles themselves have bizarre hitboxes. Good use of bizarre. You can't shoot through the back windows of um, of yep. many of the cars, which is perfect for someone who wants to crouch behind vehicles all game. This map will go down in history as one of the top three worst COD his- in COD history. Yeah, it'll be there with Stonehaven from Ghosts. And probably... People liked Wasteland and Modern Warfare too, but let's be honest, it was dreadful. Um, it was, wasn't great. It's either. not the best map, this border crossing, particularly for Search and Destroy, because... In a game of respawn, where you obviously S and D, you respawn each round, don't you? It's a new round yeah. every time you die. Whereas a game where it's just continuous till the end, the cars kind of get blown up within the first sort of minute, and then you're fine. Um, yeah, the the long sort of tunnel as well that you can go in. The sight line, lines of sight aren't great. You do sometimes struggle to see the other end, but they can kind of see you. I agree with that review. I know a lot of people that don't like it. I don't get too stressed when I see it come up and think, oh, good, because I, I use the cover quite well. The way that I play is, like, low and slow. I, I, kinda, I don't camp, but I work my way through. I watch the lanes. I try and anticipate where they're coming from. So for me, someone who relies on staying behind a lot of cover and picking people off from it, it's all right. For someone who wants to rush in and stuff, there's too many places people can be hiding. Like me. <laughs> like you, exactly. Just... And this is actually finally. Um, I'm just going to read out one of these um, usernames again because it's great. Um, Average Santa, saying a border <laughs> hater. <laughs> like that is a that is a person that hates this map so much. Their username actually says that they hate it. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. Um, if you haven't watched this before, I go to the cinema quite a lot, don't I, Jamie? You do. You have I your membership, didn't you, for the uh, yes. lovely Everyman Cinema? To the Everyman, go a couple of times a week. Now, the other weekend, actually last weekend, I think it was, on Saturday evening, me and my girlfriend Rachel went to see a film called Triangle of Sadness. Oh, that sounds sad. It's not. It's incredible. Now, I implore, that is the word I'm using, implore, every single person who is listening to this to go and watch Triangle of Sadness. I'm just going to get up a blurb about what the film is about. Yeah, what's it roughly about? 
A cruise for the super-rich sinks, leaving survivors, including a fashion model celebrity couple, trapped on an island. It is amazing. It's so funny. It's basically... Woody Harrelson's in it for a little bit. Oh, there we uh, go. Yeah, I'll go see yeah. that. <laughs> it's, it's... It's gone for two hours 20. It's quite long. It's... It's a drama comedy. It's basically taking the, the, the piss out of rich people, basically. Oh, I love it. And it's great. Like, incredibly super Thanks, rich Liz. people. Like, there's, there's a scene in it where there's this woman and this old woman, and they're on the boat. And so it's basically, it's not a, it's just a, a boat with an engine, and that's how it goes forward. It's like a big cruise ship. And she she's basically incredibly rich and she walks up to woody harrelson and she says to him oh when i was out sunbathing last night i last night then last afternoon i noticed that the sails were dirty and he looks at her and he just says um sorry this is a it's a motorized vessel so we don't have any sails and she doesn't know what to do and she's like but the sails they're dirty and <laughs> all the staff are trained to give basically give them what they want so he just looks at the other like the whatever the co-captain is he looks at them and he goes okay well in the morning we'll get the rest of the crew to um clean the sails for you and she's like oh thank you so much i'm so happy to see this the sails clean it's like (laughs) it's just showing how thick a lot of people are yeah i like the idea it's great yeah that's really 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 good (laughs) and there's a bit there's a bit where that every like every single person is throwing up on the boat because it's in a storm and it is horrific. It's one of those so absolute funny. chaos moments. It's just it's just complete carnage and it's it's basically set into three acts. It's um about these two models who are together at the beginning and then they go on this cruise with everybody else and then they get stuck on the island. It's great. It's honestly if if like i said if you're watching this listening to this or even watching this who knows you need to go and see triangle of sadness because it is it's so funny and it's just the way it's shot the way it's written the pacing everything about it is sublime it's it's brilliant now i needed a wee about an hour and a half in and i didn't go for a wee because (laughs) you're enjoying it that much i thought i was gonna miss something Every Especially with it being set scene. on a boat, all that water, that must have been hell. It, it, it was it was a little bit of hell. But every single scene has something. It has something in it that you go, oh, that's new. Every single scene, so you can't take your eyes off it. You need to be really in it and really watching it. I think it's still on. It should be anyway, so you might be able to go and see it. You're every man, Jamie. Oh, I haven't been there in a while. I've got actually a voucher somewhere for Odeon that I got when I left my last voucher. job. So I might, although I do like every man because I do like having a beer while I watch a movie and I do like their oh, ice cream well. sundaes. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, I've got a voucher for Odeon. See if Triangle of Sadness is on Odeon. It's very good. Speaking of films, very quickly. Yes. Now, in recent recent years, or probably just the last year and a half, really, now, just before I get onto it, the trailer for the new Ant-Man came out. Did you catch the trailer for the new one? No, I've I've not watched any Marvel for a long time. Bar this, Spider-Man No Way Home because I like Spider-Man. I am out of the loop is, with Marvel completely. This is what I'm this is what I'm about to get into. Now, I love Ant-Man and I am going to go and see Ant-Man hands down. I'm going to go and see it. Now, the past couple of films, Bar No Way Home and series apart from Moon Knight, 
I think I think it's my time to clock out of Marvel. You said She-Hulk was kind of like the and Morbius and the Strange I, I Multiverse mean, and Madness. They've all been low crap. par. It's just crap. It's just it's not low par. It's crap. It's just just cash grabs. Low, it is. It's cash grabs. It's low quality cash grabs that aren't really serving a purpose. And the people who are working on all the CGI on it are overworked and they're not making quality quality stuff because they're overworked time schedules which they can't meet. The writing's bad and everybody who is still in love with it, not everybody, obviously some people genuinely like it, but I think people have got this big Marvel fog over their eyes and it's sort of like Marvel can do no wrong, but they can because it's not good quality stuff. Yeah, they got a bit complacent, it sounds like, and they, particularly with um, the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, it seems like they saw, oh, Spider-Man did well bringing in different characters and having the multiverse, so we'll we'll give that a go on our end, and it just kind of flops. <laughs> yeah, and it, it just doesn't it doesn't fly, does it at all? It's I don't know what it is. I think I'm going to watch Ant Man because I love Ant Man. That's it. But I, I'm not going to go and watch Black Panther. I'm not going to go and watch any of the other ones because I don't feel like my money should be going to something that I actually genuinely don't think much effort's going into. No, I agree. I agree. Um, it just seems to have been on a bit of a downward slope. Seems like it peaked a bit. Because um, Thor: Love and Thunder was also not very good. Uh, it was just cheap humour. <laughs> well, that is an understatement. Um, but while we're on the topic, actually, of, of Marvel, obviously. Disney owned Marvel, didn't they? I don't know if you caught... Um, I am getting to where the Disney link's in, but did you catch the Doctor Who special? Ah, um, I know where. I, did, I haven't you know watched where I'm it, going. but I know what happens. Yeah, I know so, what you're going to say, yeah. So obviously for anyone who hasn't watched it, big spoiler, they're essentially trying to reboot that. Um, Russell T. Davies is coming back, who wrote... The, when they rebooted it in 2005, did the Christopher Eccleston and David Tennant episodes. Uh, Jodie Whittaker. We know that Shooty Gat was going to be the next Doctor, but we knew David Tennant was going to be back as a Doctor, but... People speculated maybe a new incarnation because the outfit was different and he was seen filming with Jodie Whittaker's TARDIS. Uh, we now know that he is the 14th Doctor, is David Tennant. She regenerated into him. Uh, and he's going to be doing three specials with Catherine Tate also reprising her role as Donna. We expect, anyway, that she's going to play Donna. Um, and Neil Patrick Harris is the is the bad guy. He's playing the Celestial Toymaker, which there's a lot of theories which I can talk about another time um, but Disney Plus have invested into Doctor Who so that they can air it to audiences outside the UK. Um, Doctor Who will be shown on Disney Plus for anyone who yeah, which is outside. it's interesting, isn't it? Because I was reading the other day, like even though they have put a load of money into it and allowed BBC to access their technologies to sort of make everything, BBC still have total creative control, don't they? Yes, but what's also interesting is I assume it's because of the money they've got, or just because the BBC have put more money into it because they've got so much faith in David Tennant bringing people back to the series. People who haven't watched it in years are like, yeah, I'm going to watch that episode. And if Russell T Davies can get it right, he wants to kind of... I said He said he wants to bring more sort of like horror aspects back to it, bring, make it a bit darker again, um, rather than very fantasy and kid-like as it has been for a few years. Um but the budget's being increased. I read earlier, I might be wrong, from 1 million per episode to 10 million per episode. So, Ten, is that what it's going to be? Yeah, so much higher Bloody budget. Hell. So that's either due to Disney or because the BBC have said, actually, we've got a lot of faith in you. They've filmed the anniversary special, the 60th anniversary special for next year. 
Um, but I think it's a really clever way to bring people back into the show. Bring back the Doctor they all loved when they were younger. Make the story something that will have grown up with that audience. Make it a bit darker, a bit grittier. Um, maybe a bit more violent as well. And, and it could bring back in those audiences for Shooty Gatwa, who eventually takes over, who is a phenomenal actor, um, is, to, to really get the show going again. So I'm excited to see where that goes. Um, it's whether the Disney CGI we then get in Doctor Who is going to be on par with She-Hulk uh, or, or on the bottom par with She-Hulk I should say yeah it's I don't know it's uh, I hope it's good I, I'm just happy it's got more of a um, more of a budget because that did sort of put me off I, I always distinctly remember one of the first Peter Capaldi episodes where he was in like London and there was a T-Rex there was a big dinosaur in the Thames and it just looked Awful. like it was made on Adobe Flash <laughs> it's Awful. I remember looking at it and going, "What the hell's this? What, what am I watching?" This the is the best Doctor Who is when they haven't used much CGI and they've used actual costumes, and yes, they've made prosthetics is. and things. Like when you look back at like Doctor Who, I think it's called Doctor Who Confidential, when Russell T Davies was in charge, they did all the behind the scenes, and every creature on there was a, a prop essentially for the most part. Yeah, rather, they were, rather than they? them just being like, "We'll do CGI and green." And every set was an actual set rather than it just being a green screen in the background. I mean, it's I'd like I'd love Doctor Who, don't get me wrong. I love Doctor Who. It's just sometimes it it just it falls a bit flat for me. It has done in recent years particularly. The stories haven't been that gripping, they've been a bit predictable. Um, I miss the, maybe it's just because I was a lot younger when I watched it, but I miss it being scary. I don't feel like it's even remotely scary anymore. There's not even any suspense of, oh god, that's that's dangerous. There's nothing like that anymore. It's just like, oh yeah, we're in space. Yeah. Oh, ten yeah, points for the landing, fam. That's an actual quote. Um, no danger. Yeah. Um, so I'd be excited, because again, a lot of people that watched it when it was getting good ratings when it came back were were people our age who at the time were sort of anywhere between I suppose the age of like six and maybe 12 14 and, and the show hasn't really matured with the audience and I think that's what they need to do yeah you've got younger people watching it now but the numbers aren't as good people don't talk as highly of it I think they need to raise up that show with the audience that watched it when it was at its height yeah it's I don't know it's just a weird weird bloody thing yeah. however Disney are doing okay with Star Wars because Andor is brilliant. <laughs> Still need to watch it, but they've it's not really, really done good. anything Star Wars aside from uh, a few movies that don't exist. Uh, well, oh, yeah. One movie. It was just The Last Jedi that was a bit naff, wasn't it? Um, yeah, the last one was fine. Yeah, Seven was fine. And then all the series they've done have been good. Yeah, they have. Um, yeah. It's, Rogue One was Andor's good. Andor's very, very good, though, but the reason why I bring it up is because, you know, as I said, there's no stakes with some of the characters in things. Yeah. It's the same with Andor, because anything that happens to him, you just like, well, he's going to be fine. Yeah. It's because got, got he's in Rogue One. <laughs> he's in yeah. Rogue One. He he's going to be fine. Armor, yeah. Doesn't matter. Like, doesn't matter if he's been, like, almost killed by a Gamorrean guard or something. He's going to be fine. Whereas I think Kenobi did that well, like you knew he was going to be fine, but they brought in other characters, and it's like, although you knew Leia was going to be fine, it was like, well, she could get captured, she could get tortured, you know, Obi Wan could be tortured, and any bad things can happen to them because the films are set quite a bit in the future. 
uh, and it's the emotional turmoil as well which they capture well so when they, they, they did well not to put the characters in too much physical harm or when they were there were lots of other characters that we became attached to that were also in in harm's way with them yeah i, I really love everyone <laughs> but you know what just uh this is a sort of like a little side wing to that you know how uh halloween the other day on monday yes. last monday did you answer the door much? We didn't get a single knock. What? Not a single knock. Oh, that's really upsetting. We didn't put a oh. pumpkin out or anything. <laughs> so oh, right, we didn't. Our lights are decorations on. Up. Yeah, so I think I think kids now are told in school to look for houses with decorations, just for safety reasons. I mean, That'll I probably be why, so. but we're in quite a quiet, secluded little cul-de-sac where we are. Yeah, so, you are. So it's a bit out of the way, whereas you're on like a main street, aren't you? Um, we are on a main street, but what I was going to say is I've never seen so many children dressing up as Darth Vader. That's incredible. I felt like that I was That would be in, Kenobi's like, influence, yeah. It is. I thought I was in like the 80s or something. I, I love saying. that. I love that they're able to bring a new generation into Star Wars. And that's great. That's I'm here for it all day, every day. Oh, good. Oh, good. So good, so good. Um, I'm going to be strict with it because I said 45 minutes maximum, and it's 44.46. It is. It is 44.46. Um, the music's playing. It's the same music as last time um, because that was an incredible part of the last show. It's a good piece We of like music. it. That's staying the same. That is staying exactly the same, but everything else, it's bloody different. Um, we hope you've enjoyed this brand new, fresh take on the Babblers Guild. And, yeah, just us um, chatting away. Just us chatting away. And you know what? I had lots of fun. Me too. It's been fantastic, as the Ninth Doctor would say. Oh yeah, and um, we'll see you next Monday. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, that's staying as well. <laughs>